All right, welcome back to the In the Box podcast, episode three, I think. As always, I am Seth. I'm Josh. And today, well, later, we are going to be playing Drunk Halo, and you're going to hear the results of that later. These are the sober thoughts that we have right now. (laughs) Soon to be corrupted by... Your stupid-ass box. Van Gogh, Dutch Caramel, 70 Proof, 35 alcohol, 30% alcohol volume. (laughs) Made by Van Gogh himself. So you're not even going to attempt that other stupid double espresso you got? I might. It's the art of vodka. It's the art. Sponsor. (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by (laughs) the art of vodka. Go to their website, artofvodka.com. Enter code SUCKMYDICK for 15% off your order. The first 100 people get a free bottle of Dutch caramel (laughs) vodka. It's great. Here, I'll do a shot right now so y'all can hear the, the sound of a man enjoying vodka. You bet. Get the ASMR. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus mm. Christ. Yummy. Yeah, well, I mean, if you like caramel and double espresso, I, I do not like caramel. I would take an ejection of caramel straight into my neck if it were not possibly deadly. Haven't checked on that one yet. All right, okay. So I know this wasn't on the podcast, but remember how the other day you were talking about how you want yourself a babushka? Other than the fem girl, uh, femboy thing. Did I say that? Yeah, she said you wanted a big, large Russian woman to take care of you. Yes. She didn't have to be Russian. She had to be big and large and deadlift more than I can. <laughs> so I started thinking about this the other day. So it was when I was getting my braces and right after I got my wisdom teeth removed, I had to get four other teeth pulled to get my braces put in. So I had to go to this really weird little dentist office that was like built in a house. Okay. It was like on the main strip, old historical house turned into a dentist's office. I walk in there and there's there's the dentist and his assistant. The dentist was like this five foot one little Asian guy. And the assistant was like a six foot two heavy set muscular woman. You know they fucking <laughs> You know they fucking so I just remember going to the back and the woman being like, you, sit there. Sit. Sit there. Don't talk. Don't look at me. Look at me. She injected me with the Novocaine and stuff to like numb the areas and she was like manhandling the crap out of me. I mean, don't you kind of have to, to rip them teeth out? <laughs> yeah. But she wasn't doing it. She was just prepping me for everything. Oh, she just, she like jammed the needle right yeah. into your gums. No care. It's like, oh, this is probably going to hurt. It's just, hurt now. <laughs> and then she put a visor on me that went over my eyes. It was like, it was weird. It was like a half visor. It only went down to my nose. But it wasn't like goggles. It was like a visor. You couldn't see through it. No, I could. Oh, you could. It was a clear visor. But then the doctor, the, the dentist comes in. Little tiny Asian man. The other lady just goes and stands in the corner. I swear to God, like, just like the bad guy's bodyguard in any movie 
just stood there in the corner next to the door, arms crossed, just staring at us. And this little Asian dude, he was so tiny and small that he had to climb on top of me <laughs> with a pair of pliers. It was ripping out my teeth. Jesus. And he dropped two of them on my face. The first two, he pulled them out and it just went... <laughs> pulled out, dropped it on my mat, face, rolled across my face shield and left a big red smear. <laughs> If Holy was... shit, it sounds like a fucking horror movie. <laughs> it kind of like was. Some shit from Outlast, Jesus. I was terrified, but I was all numbed up and drugged up, and it's like, I didn't care. <laughs> the whole operation was done in like 30, 35 minutes, but... Well, there you go, listeners. Don't let your teeth get ripped out by a small Asian man with a giant buff assistant. Assistant. That woman was scary. The Asian man was more scary. Leia was just like being very forceful. Maybe she's just very forceful. Doesn't know her own strength. The funny thing was, is the the little Asian guy. He carried like this very professional demeanor about him the entire time. Like I swear to God, I walk in there. He's wearing a suit. He and then when the the other lady was like manhandling me and getting me ready, he he like got out of the suit and into scrubs. Why, why would you waste? Why would you wear a suit? So he looked professional because he was also his own front desk man. But okay, look, no one. If you're going to a dentist office, you're gonna be like, you know, I was gonna give this place a five star review on Yelp, but I saw that the small Asian man and the receptionist was also my dentist, so he's wearing scrubs. I didn't like that, so it's getting three stars. No, no one rates these things. Listen, this was a town of like 120 people. Right, then no one cares. Everyone's so hopped up on some kind of drug of choice. It's a small town. You pick meth, heroin, or weed, or a combination of the three, and there you go. That's what the town cares about. Fucking yeah. <laughs> meth, heroin, or weed, or a combination of the three. It rhymes, so it makes sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, did you ever open that video I sent you earlier today about the, the cursed Halo? Oh, I think it was earlier this week about cursed Halo. I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, I need to watch that, but I was also playing Witcher 3, so I was like, I'll do that after I get done with it. And then it was like midnight, I'm like, I'll go to bed, and I completely forgot. You need to open that video. Right now, on the podcast? Not on the podcast, <laughs> but like, before we start playing. Because I can loan you my, my copy of Halo CE for PC, so you can download that mod. Okay. No, I have, I have a... Yeah, but yeah, an actual copy of it, or not, like the Master Chief convert the Master Chief. That one. won't work. It won't. No, it has to be. It has to be an actual PC copy. I have one. It's in the garage in the box somewhere. Yeah, I'll take it tonight then. I'll track that down. But yeah, it, that mod it looks hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Master Chief Club's got some mods, but I guess not all are. Portable. Yeah. It's like I was looking I was looking into it because I'm like, I think I mean at this point it's a twenty year old game. I should be able to run it on my laptop. I mean it depends. I can run Civ five up until the end with no issues. 
Okay, fair enough. You reach the <laughs> you reach the end. Animations start getting a bit glitchy, but that's just because of the amount of units there are. Yeah, then at that point you looked at the entire map. You have the entire map revealed, and every sib has like a hundred plus units just scattered around. You have a hundred plus because yeah, they have forty six battleships and eighteen aircraft carriers and one infantry. <laughs> just because you got them for free from some city state you befriended, and they're just a bunch of spearmen. I'll be completely honest. Almost every game of Civ I play, I, I just it ends up everyone just hates me because I just as soon as someone get as soon as that pointy stick calculation pops up and I'm yeah. not at the top of it, I just overcompensate. I'm like, what if they attack me? <laughs> what if they attack me? That's why you like get a bunch of city states to fight for you. <laughs> you just like make friends with all the city states. And then, like, what are they going to do? You have a bunch of allies. They're not going to mess with you. The AI is like, well, hang on. He has a bunch of allies. I don't want to fight him now. I've never really had that work as a deterrent. And I've, never, I've never really had that help the enemy out in any case. Because they kind of just sit there and, like, yeah, you go fight him. We're going to stay here. And Yeah, if they come near us, we're, we'll shoot oh, yeah, some no. pot shots. But we're going to stay over here. No, no, no. They don't do shit. They, they will not help you in any regard whatsoever except, like, if, like, their city-state borders are, like, near your borders, and they come into their borders, they're like, hey, hey, this is war. Oh, we're already at war. Fuck you. But otherwise, they just kind of, like, sit back and, and big chill. But sometimes they give you units. Yeah. Like, I got an XCOM, not an XCOM, but a um, death robot from a city-state once. And I'm like, what the fuck did you have this? I don't even have one of those. <laughs> Why do you have one? Fucking, I, I think it was the Vatican City gave me a fucking death robot or some shit. I'm like, Sounds fuck, about right. how the fuck did you have this, Vatican City? And then Prague was being useless. Fucking Prague. Piece of shit. Didn't oh, want my friendship. I won't forget, it was the, the, first, the first and only time I got my dad to play Civilization. Because he was a big Sid Meier's Pirates fan. So, and play, playing that since it came out, he played it on his Apple II, played it all through college, so 1991. Fair, fair. <laughs> but he never played Civilization. I got into Civ Five, so I introduced him to it. One day when he was unemployed, he played it for 12 hours straight. Oh my God. That's what happens first time. And then he decided he could he wasn't allowed to play it until he found a job, and then once he found a job, he's like, he doesn't have I'm, time. I'm not going back to the... He doesn't have time. <laughs> but but it was really funny because he had built his first city. The four adjacent tiles to his city were gold. And the three adjacent tiles on each side of those were silver. What the hell? <laughs> and it was like a normal resources, normal spawn. It was like total one in a million shot in the dark. Dude, that's some bullshit. That's Look like at the perfect merchant start right there. He was like midway through the classical era and was bringing in 110 gold a turn. Jesus. Yeah, because you could just like be like, hey, uh, you Zimbabwe or Germany, you guys want some silver or gold? Yeah, plenty. And you could still keep your people happy because you have plenty enough to keep at least one. Yeah. but That's right. That's eight fucking lunch. That's eight happiness right there. But he, he didn't he didn't understand the the becoming friends with the city states aspect. No one does. So he just constantly went to war with all the city states. <laughs> so he's a warmonger right at the bat. 
Just with the city states. Oh, okay. <laughs> just with the small, weak city states. Like, he was control. making trade deals with everyone else, but it's like, just, no, nah, Brussels, you're fucking mine. <laughs> That's, a strat- That's a strategy. That's a strategy. You'll be a warmonger, but at least you'll have a shit ton of cities. <laughs> It was it was a it was a funny thing to watch because he started started playing at noon and then he got to like midnight. I went to bed at like eleven. He turned around at like midnight, saw that I wasn't there, looked at the times, like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, dude, he had no idea. But that was that was fucking funny. But so, anyways, we're gonna be playing Drunk Halo. We're gonna be trying to play through Halo One Combat Evolved on normal difficulty because we both, on the whole, we suck at video games. Yeah, I suck at first-person shooters. Put uh, you in a competitive aspect. What game are you actually going to be good at? Mordhau. I don't know what that is, so I cannot determine anything. I'm badass at Mordhau. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could probably be like a low-ranking uh, professional player in Mordhau. Alright, so the rules to Drunk Halo is every time we die, we take a shot. We figure we're going to do fine up until the library. But, we're all just going to see how it goes. We are just going to be playing Halo, getting drunk, and we're going to update you all later. We'll be back later. And welcome back. This is Seth. I'm back. And well, I'd like to say that, well, we forgot to record the other half of the podcast because me and Josh got, well, completely shit-faced playing Drunk Halo. We got caught up. Taking shots every time we died, and well, it didn't go all too well for us. We had to stop when we reached the level of the library because we were both on the verge of puking and couldn't even see straight on what was going on on the TV. Not to mention, we just kept shouting about Chips Dubo or Chips Dubar Dubo, something like that. Did some research after we sobered up and found out that he is the uh, impossible marine that survived everything. Went to Delta Halo with Master Chief and Halo 2, but stayed in New Mombasa to fight alongside the ODSTs and Halo 3 ODST at the same time. He's a remarkable marine dedicated to his task. But also, within the time that it's been since we recorded the first part... And I was procrastinating and forgetting to record this second half of this podcast. I've downloaded and started playing Halo Cursed Edition on my computer. (laughs) And boy, that is an interesting game. The D20 grenades are probably the best part about the whole experience, but just all the little terrible details. Backwards guns and everything. I might make a supplemental podcast or maybe just my next episode will be dedicated to me playing through that. But boy, is it bad and weird and just all sorts of crazy shit happened during during gameplay. 
I'd love to reach out and play with, you know, maybe the one listener we have or whatever the fuck my thing says we have listeners, at least one. Hey, if you want to talk, you want to be on the podcast, email me at the in the box www.notarealemail.com. I'll send you a t-shirt. Not an in the box t-shirt, those don't exist. Those probably won't exist for a while, if ever. I'll just send you a t-shirt. Probably one I've grown out of. I don't know. Who knows, maybe I'll just go buy one from Goodwill, send it to you. Yeah, that that's about it. <sighs> but yeah, while we were playing Halo and getting drunk... Playing the death, not fucking death island level. Josh had this great idea of let's push the warthog through the door. The door where the warthog is not supposed to fit. He got it more than halfway through and wedged. I'm trying to unwedge it. We each died about five times. Wound up stuck on the inside, unable to get the warthog out. Luckily on our way back up. From there, we got, got plasma grenades and were able to blow out the warthog. God, if I say, we were at each other. We were, oh my god, we were so bad. It was so bad. It was a lot of fun, but it was so bad. Drunk as hell, throwing grenades. We found out that our biggest enemies were ourselves. We killed each other more often than we died of any other causes. Mostly grenades that we didn't call that we threw. But occasionally, there'd be a shotgun or a sniper blast when someone steps in front of you that you don't know about. And maybe once or twice intentionally because, you know, you're both drunk and getting pissed off at each other for doing stupid things. <laughs> But that about sums it up for now. So I'll give you an update later on about Cursed Halo. And I might be starting a Twitter soon, so if you're the one fan listening, you can contact us and I will give you some relationship advice. We will play Cursed Halo or do something else. Thanks for listening. Until next time.